You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right now, there is no stopping the Cleveland Indians. Welcome to the Streak Podcast. In 2017, the Cleveland Indians went on an unprecedented, record-setting 22-game winning streak. You may never see anything quite like this again. For the next three weeks, you can hear each game as it happened, night after night, on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. History continues to march on. On the Streak Podcast, we'll get the stories from the players, coaches, manager Terry Francona, and others. From the voice of the tribe, Tom Hamilton and Jim Rosenhouse. Now, let's relive one of the greatest stretches of play in Indians and baseball history. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of The Streak. I'm Jim Rosenhouse, and along with the voice of the tribe, Tom Hamilton, we are bringing you some of the main characters of the Indians' 22-game winning streak at the tail end of that 2017 season to establish a new American League record, and many say a major league record, but just not official. And uh, this all coincides with the radio rebroadcasts of those games that's now running on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network and Indians.com on a nightly basis. Now, in a little bit, we will hear from former Indians catcher Jan Gomes. But first, a look back at Game 11 of the streak, the series finale of a four-game set in Detroit. The Indians got things going early in this one, thanks to Jose Ramirez in the first inning. The pitch. Swung on, this is ripped to deep left field. This ball is gone. Or is it? It is gone. It hit the top of the fence and ricocheted in the air. And kind of a second look by third base up Ryan Blackney. And he finally said that's a home run. And the Indians have a one nothing lead. And Jose Ramirez has his 21st home run of the year. That was just the start of a huge day for Ramirez. With the Indians hammering away at the Tigers, Jose did it again in the sixth. Here's Jose Ramirez, switch hitter batting left-handed. Pitch to him, and he sends a drive. Deep right field. This ball near the wall, leaping is Presley. And this ball is gone. It's a two-run home run. For Jose Ramirez, he has two home runs. He has two doubles. And the Indians now have an 8-1 to one lead. Oh, what a day for the little guy. Jose Ramirez, now 22 homers, 66 RBIs. Meanwhile, Josh Tomlin gave the Tribe rotation a nice boost in his return from the disabled list. Eight to one Indians. Terrific day for Josh Tomlin and how about Jose Ramirez? Payoff pitch. And strike three called. Kinsler was ready to toss the bat and head to first. Instead, he turns around, goes to the third base dugout with bat in hand. Here's John Hicks with a strikeout and a walk, and here's Terry Francona. With Josh Tomlin having been out over a month with that hamstring injury, and he only made one minor league rehab start, the pitch limit right around 75. Terry Francona wants Josh Tomlin to make sure he stays healthy, and what a start, and what a time to get Josh Tomlin back. 
Josh Tomlin is in line to win his fourth straight game. A lot of Indians fans here this weekend, and they've had plenty to cheer about. They're upstanding for Josh Tomlin. And before it was all said and done, Jose Ramirez struck again. Indians 8, Tigers 1, 8th inning. Ramirez leading it off. He awaits the payoff. Here it comes. A swing and a drive to deep center. Jones going back. Still back. It's over his head. Hits the track. Goes up against the wall. It's a three-double, two-homer game for Jose Ramirez. And in any other ballpark, he'd have his first three-homer game. He hit the track in dead center, which is 420 feet away. Oh, my goodness. Jose Ramirez. And in the ninth inning, the Indians put the game away in impressive fashion. Otero sets and fires. A swing and a double play ball to short. Urshela to second one. Gonzalez relay to first. Double play. Ball game. The Indians turn their fifth double play. So if there was anything the Indians didn't do well today, good luck finding it. The Indians demolished the Tigers today 11-1. They score in seven of the nine innings. They turn five double plays. They get a major league record equaling five extra base hits from Jose Ramirez. And oh yeah, Josh Tomlin was outstanding in his return to the mound. The Indians have swept a four-game series from Detroit for the first time since 1901. They now have an 11-game winning streak. Final today, Cleveland 11, Detroit 1. So there it is, yet another blowout win in the books for the Tribe during this streak. And uh, it's only half complete now as that was win number 11. That's right, only halfway done as uh, we'll get to 22 by the time we uh, finish up our radio broadcasts on Memorial Day Monday. But one of the key contributors to the Tribe's success during that streak was catcher Jan Gomes. Now, Gomes, during the streak, played in a dozen games. He hit 292 with three home runs, including a grand slam, and he drove in 10. And remember now, from the time he broke in as the Indians' regular catcher back in 2013, he established himself as a frontline catcher defensively and at the plate as well. He won a Silver Slugger Award back in 2014, that real breakthrough season for him, and then reached the All-Star Game in 2018. Gomes also experienced some hard luck with injuries, most notably 2016 when he was only able to play a small role in the Indians' run to the World Series. Gomes was traded to Washington after the 2018 season and last year was part of a World Series champion Nationals ball club. But make no mistake, he enjoyed his time in Cleveland immensely. That will shine through in this interview that we did with him. And uh, while it was a big thrill for him to win the World Series last year, he said it did bring back some memories of the good times and the close calls with his former ball club. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I mean, we uh, we had the opportunity of doing that in Cleveland. Obviously, we ended up on the on the wrong side, but but still, at the end of the day, man, I mean, we're you're you're proud of accomplishing that, of being there. Obviously, we know we all of us knew that we wanted to to finish it all, but so going going into to this past season in, in nineteen and going into the World Series, you can. Uh, you kind of have that experience already, so you know there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. And 
when that last out comes, man, it's a, you kind of have like that flashback of how everything led to that moment. And it was a, a super cool experience. And I'll, uh, I'll forever, um, have that, uh, in my mind, engraved in my mind. And you mentioned the, the good times in Cleveland and, and certainly the 22 game win streak back in 2017 was a big part of that. And, uh, just looking back at some of the stats, you had you had a good stretch. I know you had a big grand slam against Kansas City very early on in the streak, but uh, I'm sure it, it's a little fuzzy at, in some ways, but <laughs> are there some things that, that if you think about it a little bit and you look back on that, that jump out at you about those three weeks where the Indians never lost? Yeah, I know, um, like you said, uh, I, I remember, you know, that those three weeks, I remember how we felt. I remember how there wasn't a time that we came to the ballpark where, you know, it was, you know, it usually happens. We're like, oh, man, we're facing that guy. It's going to be a tough day. No, we showed up every day and we're like, oh, man, that's a tough day for that guy because we, they ain't no chance we're losing. And it was like a, a super strange and like a feeling that, you you know, you try to seek for all the time. Right? You know, it's, it's hard. It's a, with all the child, like everything that goes on throughout the season. But there wasn't a moment that we ever felt down. You know, there wasn't an, uh, any moment there was <clears throat> there was ever a distraction during that stretch. But um, it was crazy, man. I mean, it, 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 through all 22 games, it, it wasn't just like – I mean, I, I could be wrong, but it, it felt like it wasn't just one person was like incredible. I think Jose Ramirez is probably incredibly hot because I think that's when he like was blowing up and – but um, everyone had something to do with a win. Uh, everybody had a part of it. Um, and then obviously, you know, remembering uh, Jay Bruce's walk-off, I think, was against the Royals. At, uh, and I think that was a 20 – that was a 22, right? That was number 22, yep, 10th yeah. inning. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I, I do remember the, the sometime in the beginning, some in the middle, and then obviously the, uh, the last, last one. And you touch on a little bit, and I, I think because of your position, you're unique in that you contribute offensively, but also you, you're a, a big key in what happens on the mound, and the pitching was dominant. They only allowed, in the 22 games, 37 runs total. Wow. Uh, and you've caught, you've caught those guys when they've been at their best, the, the starting rotation. Mm -hmm. Was that as good a stretch as they were in for, for a, a four- or five-star period? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, there, there it was um... – I'm trying to piece it together. It, it was, I do remember uh, them talking about like our staff, you know, because I mean, it was always like, it had always been, our staff was always talked about, you know, going, I think going from probably like 14 to even now, like right now, man, the Indian staff is still something to talk about, but every year, like they would do something more. Like, it was ever like, oh, the end is going to be the good, the best staff. And then they're like, oh, yeah, they were good. You know, they were always like, man, and they, you know, exceeded themselves. And definitely during that stretch, they they showed that um, how good of a staff um, they were at the time. And maybe sometimes because of consistency, it gets lost a little bit. But I know you, you were really close for a, a good stretch with Corey Kluber. Uh, you were with him every step of the way during the first Cy Young and and the, the second one for a period of time, too. And uh, that 17 year, he was 4-0 during the streak and didn't allow much. Uh, fun to go back there and, and remember uh, the days of catching him and, and how enjoyable that was. 
Oh yeah, man, absolutely. Um, that's definitely a time that I'll, I'll, I'll never forget just because we, you know, to make even, uh, that time for us, you know, from 16 and even in the 17 and 18, uh, so special there, that, that was a, a super close group, you know, that was a very close group of guys and, and now, you know, all of us came up together. Um, we were very young in the coming up in 13, all young bucks coming up together and then seeing the stuff that we were accomplishing, you know, and sticking with Kluber, you know, seeing him becoming one of the best pitchers in the game was, uh, it was awesome, man. Uh, um, you know, we've for sure have become, uh, extremely close friends, um, Actually, this offseason, uh, we went and uh, hung out with him and uh, and his family. Uh, I got to catch our bullpen, so that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> Brought but, back uh, some old memories, did it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was um, he, he was obviously, you know, from his stretch, I guess from halfway, <clears throat> I'm gonna say like halfway of 13 until now, he's uh this stretch that he's been able to put together has been, uh, has been super special for the game. Joined by Jan Gomes, getting some of his perspective on the 22-game the win streak for the Indians in 2017. So you're back there catching some great pitchers, but you were part of an offense that was off the charts good at that point. You mentioned Jose Ramirez, and he was hot, but so many others were too, and including you for a stretch. Um the lineup at that time, it turned over a little bit because of some injuries, but it didn't seem to matter who was in there. And is that where confidence comes into play sometimes when, when you have a lineup rolling like that? Exactly. And, uh, and I feel like that was what made that team special. It, um, it felt like all 25 guys were being a part of the wins. You know, it wasn't, uh, we were all leaning on someone and we waited for him to get the hit. You know, everyone, at some point was doing some damage, you know, there the, from an offensive standpoint, we, I mean, like you got, you know, Jay Bruce, you know, that's going to be probably some kind of trivia question that Jay Bruce played with us. <laughs> and he was a huge part of it. You know, he had some huge hits for us definitely during that streak. And also, you know, obviously in the playoffs, but um, it was, you know, top to bottom, we had a, a really strong uh, grinding lineup that made people pay all the time. And when you look at, you mentioned Jay Bruce, and and we referenced it earlier the the twenty second game, tenth inning, walk off base hit that that keeps the streak going. Before we get there though, Jan, was there a point in time where you said, "Man, this is some kind of streak that the team has going," or did it kind of sneak up on you as as apparently it did to some other guys too? Yeah. Um... It, it did. It, it 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 snuck up on me. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that's a good way of saying it because uh, I don't think we we realized it. And we I don't think we ever got caught up with it. Um, we were just playing very good baseball. Our confidence was at, at an all time high, um, and we just kept showing up to the ballpark knowing we weren't going to lose. That's about as <laughs> that's about as simple as I can put it. Um, there wasn't a time. And I think it was like right when we broke it in 22 or, or whatever, because I, I think people were like, oh, no, the real the real stretch is 27 or 28 by the 1700, whatever. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they just kept figuring out a way to kind of like, no, it's a little longer, guys. 
Um, but I think because um, the streak was held by the A's, am I right? Yeah, the, the A's had the American League streak at 20. Yeah. And, I mean, when we ended up winning, they kind of mentioned that we – they had some other streak and yeah the giant the giants still are considered the major league long in 1916 but they had a tie in the middle that they replayed so that's where the gray area comes in 1916 yeah we had no book and paper back then never mind no lights <laughs> anyways <laughs> so it's kind of like what i'll say but i think once we got hit with the 22 game not that we were like oh my goodness look what we accomplished but I think we started to realize what happened. Because, I mean, it happened, like, the next game. So it's kind of like something had to give. Uh... But another thing that was cool, man, it was uh, right when we lost game 23. Um, some of us were, like, you know, pissed because we lost. But, you know, um, I think, like, the whole crowd was, like, standing up and uh, giving us a standing ovation. So that was uh, that was something cool at that time where I think we had to take a step back and be like, okay, we lost this game, but you know, what we accomplished was, uh, was really special. And the last night of the streak, uh, Bruce wins it with a, with the walk off in the 10th Lindor with the team trailing in the ninth inning was down to his final strike. And he doubles in, double the, the, left yeah, center, right? doubles in the tying run. Uh, do, remember. do you remember where you were yeah. during those moments and, and what it was like for you? Uh, I do remember that because um, I remember Alex Gordon was playing left at the time. And I think, wasn't it off like Kelvin Herrera? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is coming up like, you know, one of the better closers and, you know, wherever at the time he was doing the closing or setting up. And I think it took like a 98 mile an hour up and away and, or whatever it was and Hit it to probably the best left left fielder in the game. And, I mean, it was just like, I remember by like an inch. And we were going absolutely nuts. You know, it was like we were just winning another game. I don't think we were like playing for the streak. I don't know if that makes sense. Because, I mean, we definitely were. But we were really just, everything was clicking. And, and we were just playing really good baseball. And I'm telling you, we, we, it felt like every game, even I don't know how many games we were down, you know, past seventh inning or something like that, like how many games we had to come back from. Not many. Exactly. That was but, one of the few. Yeah. we There was never a time that we thought like, oh, man, this might be out of our hands. So that was like, that was a uh, super special. Well, it was uh, it was a neat time. And I know uh, for someone who was uh, such a big part of, of the Indians resurgence and, and successful seasons there. Uh, for a lengthy stretch, you were a big part of that. I appreciate and, that. And, Jan, uh, uh -huh. thanks so much for coming by, sharing that with us, and um, congratulations on the success you've had since. No, hey, guys, thank you so much, man. I've uh, I definitely missed the guys with the Indians. Uh, that place was really special. Um, but, yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. That's former Indians catcher Jan Gomes with some real nice perspective and some uh, nice thoughts on his time with the Indians and the city of Cleveland. And that's our look back on win number 11 of the streak. Next up, the White Sox in Chicago, and we'll cover that series on our next episodes of the streak. Remember now, if you're listening to this podcast on Friday, May the 15th, the day it drops, don't forget to tune in tonight. 
to the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network and Indians.com for Game 12 of the streak as it comes to you from the Windy City. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks so much, as always, going out to Brian Matze and Bob Coates at iHeartMedia for their production help. Bart Swain and Court Berry Tripp from Indians PR. And thanks to Jan Gomes for stopping by. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks for taking the time to listen. And we'll talk to you next time on The Streak. The Indians! Historical Streak! Marches on. Thanks for listening to the Streak Podcast, the inside stories from one of the greatest stretches of play in Indians and baseball history. Your companion to the nightly game broadcast on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.